Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's playoff time, and the road to Vegas goes through San Francisco and Baltimore. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all of the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. Welcome into Believe Me, right here on Stadium Cam Rogers. Coming at you. Happy Conference Championship weekend. We've got Brandon Lang and Casey Hudson alongside here as we break down some pivotal games, of course in the National Football League. Casey, hello. Thank you for not wearing red. We look like tomatoes here. I know. I couldn't do the red thing. I'm really trying to make sure that the Chiefs don't win. Brandon will have an interesting reason as to how he's working against them secretly through the universe. But yeah, no support for the Chiefs here. I'm doing better. B. Lang has the Super Bowl logo on him right now. By the way, folks, Brandon picking at an 80% clip against the spread in Super Bowl. So stay tuned for his pick in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a good run, bro, but uh, I have a feeling that I know who I'm using already. So the line's already out. Super Bowl line's already out. Projected line's already out. Um, I don't know if you saw them, but... The glasses come on. I will will break those down to you. They came out last week. My boy Nick in, in the Bay Area broke it down for me, and here we go. NFL. Ravens are a one point dog against the Niners. The Ravens are a four and a half point favorite over the Lions. The Niners are a two and a half point favorite over the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are a three point favorite over the Lions. So interesting, interesting, interesting that the Ravens are getting a point from the Niners. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. After Baltimore blew them out in San Francisco, something yep. to think about there. Brandon, Tampa Bay last week, interesting spread. Of course, they were getting oh. six, six and a half. What do you make uh, of that game? So as you watch it unfold, I've done this a long time. When you have the dog in a playoff game on the road, as soon as he missed that field goal in the second quarter, I said that three points is going to come back to haunt us. I was talking to my boy, Dan, the man. I said that three points is going to come back to haunt us at the end of this game. And then the first two possessions of the third quarter, Tampa got to the Detroit 40 at first and 10. Horrific play calling. At that point, all they need is five more yards for a field goal. It's like they got stopped right there. Horrible play calling. They were running it, running it, running it, got down to the 40, and then he runs it on first down and loses two yards instead of taking a shot there. You know, that's something to tie in to pick up five yards. Stalled there. They get the ball back again. They drive right to – and then the third down play was Hutchinson comes clean for a sack. Nobody even sees him. No, That number one sack guy for the Detroit Lions, the, the right tackle doesn't even whiff on him. Next possession, got right back to the Detroit 45. You're eight yards away from a field goal tribe. And they stopped right there, those two drives. And what happened? They punted Detroit right through them and scored. 
Then you come down to a two-point conversion for the cover, and it's just a horrible fade pass to Evans. Like, oh. that's your play. They went over. They talked about it. They said, here, what are we going to do? And they just throw a horrible fade pattern to Evans. Horrible throw by Baker Mayfield. Horrible play call to get you the cover after all the nonsense of Tampa going up and down the field on Detroit in the first half and not covering. That was a bad beat because Tampa did everything right to cover, and they just didn't. Casey, Tampa Bay, you know the area well. What is the reception down there about that loss? Because it was competitive for quite some time. Yeah, it was definitely heartbreaking. That was the biggest thing that just was said the most because they felt like there was a winnable option for them to walk away from that game and and prove everybody wrong. But Brandon put it out perfectly. You can't miss field goals and and playoff games like that when when the compete is that high, number one. Number two, I've said it all season long, there's been such questionable play calling on first and third down. This team has struggled with being so predictable on first and third down for the last four years now, even with Tom Brady. But we don't have Tom Brady. We don't have the offensive line that Tom Brady had the first year that he was with the Tampa Bay Bucs. And when you lose out on, on, on players like that, you've got to be clean and crisp with first and third down. You've got to be less predictable. And that's what tore them apart and, and cost them a win. So, yeah, it's heartbreaking down here in Tampa because we really felt like something was coming together. But I think Baker made a case to remain the quarterback or our QB1. And I'm actually excited about that. I think you it's know, fair to say. Go ahead, Brandon. Their offensive coordinator looks like he should be the guy that when you pull up to the car wash, he's the guy that says, you want the 3495 <laughs> special today? He's already taking meetings with North Carolina and stuff. Like you don't get your first big break as an OC and decide that you're uh, already ready for a head coaching gig. And you've made a lot of mistakes at play calling. You take uh, the time to learn a system, you master that, and then you move on. So that alone kind of turned me off. But yeah, yeah the team just, they, they have to start going through a coaching carousel. I think Todd Bowles needs to go. I think they need to actually finally start from fresh and rebuild this team. The talent is there. The coaching has been a hindrance for quite some time now. You know, Tampa Bay made it to the divisional round, so I feel like as a Bucks fan, maybe you're playing with gravy a little bit like you did not expect it, Brandon? I would just like to see my head coach be a little more emotional. You know, he, 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 coaches, he literally coaches like he smoked a couple of joints, and he's just sitting there, yeah, man, we're okay. I'm okay. All right. Hey, let's go, guys. We're good. I miss experience. Yep. So it, listen, it's it, it's it's heartbreaking because their their defense held up long enough for their offense to do something, and I put it on the offensive coordinator. He completely choked. I mean, big time when his offense got to certain spots on the field, and it's heartbreaking because they had a shot there. They really did. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, let's unpack quickly what happened in Buffalo. Death, taxes, and field goals being missed wide right in Buffalo. That is the prerogative out there. Another collapse. Josh Allen, here we go again, Brandon. Yeah, everybody talked about he played a perfect game. He didn't play a perfect game because he's at the 30-yard line. It's second and eight, and there's a minute five to go on the clock. The last thing you want to do is you want to give Kansas City the ball back with any time on the clock. You are in complete control of the game at this point. Complete control of the game. You're going to go down, score a touchdown with 10 seconds to go. Game's over. You'll go up by four, which means they can't get a field goal to beat you. And what did he do? He had digs on a check down for 15 yards, which would have got you first and 10 at the 15-yard line. Easy check down right in front of him. And what's he do? He does the one thing he always tries to do. Goes for the end zone. Even if he completes the pass, he's given Mahomes a minute and three timeouts. Nice job, Josh. Is that what you want to do? Diggs was wide open. 
the last thing in his brain is we are not going to give the ball back to this team. I'm going to take the check down just like I've been taking the check down, but he can't help himself. He wants the big play for the big score at the big time. No clock management whatsoever. And ESPN played it over and over and over. You saw Diggs on the check down. You saw where he was going to go. Your number one receiver is wide open for 15 yards. And he doesn't look at him. And he goes for broke. And you know just as well as I do, Kansas City would have got the ball. They went right through that Buffalo defense just like they had all game. They just scored a touchdown and broke their heart again. If Josh Allen ever wants to be considered to be an elite quarterback, you have mm-hmm. to make the right play at the right time in the big game to get the victory. And time and time and time and time again, he does not. And they're losers again. And that's it. There's no other way to look at it. So stop talking about this guy's the second coming because he's not. Simple as that. Casey, history sometimes does repeat itself. Well, I think the clock management issue versus the Chiefs has been probably the most consistent thing the Bills have done oh. versus the Chiefs. Oh. So I, I, what, what can I add to what Brandon so poetically said? Uh, learn clock management. Come back another year and try it all over again. So we'll leave that you one. Let me just say this. When they went 13 seconds to kick a field goal to win it, you could have lined up your – Leslie Frazier is a moron. He should be working at the Geek Squad at Best Buy, and I hope you never see him in the NFL again. You could have told your five defensive backs when the ball was snapped with 13 seconds to go to just grab every receiver and hold them. Four seconds goes off the clock, five-yard penalty. Now there's nine seconds to go. Snap it. Hold them again. Drag them down. Drag them down the ground. There's four seconds. Now they're at the 45-yard line. Now there's five seconds to go. Snap. Hold them again. Hold them. Grab them. Throw them to the ground. Now what is there? One second on the clock? What's he going to do? Mm-hmm. Let's just give Tyreek Hill a 30-yard cushion to run straight up the field. Coaching stupidity. Guys shouldn't have jobs. I don't know where Leslie Frazier's at now, but stay away because it's simple as that. The Buffalo Bills coaching staff. And I saw somebody say on ESPN, fire McDermott, ask Bill Belichick. Bill, I'll give you anything you want. I'll give you <laughs> anything you want because this regime has failed and failed and failed. What's the definition of, of insanity? Doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result. It's insane to think this coaching staff's ever going to win anything at all. Give Belichick whatever he wants. Fire McDermott, bring him in. I guarantee you, Bill Belichick goes to Buffalo. They win a Super Bowl in three years. Guarantee it. Well, makes you wonder, wonder going off of that, Mike McCarthy still being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but, you know, right. that's a whole other show, right? <laughs> We're going to move on to the games. Let's talk about the AFC championship game. Chiefs Ravens in Baltimore, about 40 minutes away from me. The line is three and a half in favor of Baltimore. Casey, the over under 44 and a half. What is the play in your mind in this one? I was heavily leaning towards Raven money line because I kind of see this playing out a few different ways. I still don't trust the Chiefs. I think that they've been running on a streak of luck. They're not going to open this game with a chunk play. And if they exploit the Ravens defense in that capacity, they deserve to go on. So I can see this being close for a minute and the Ravens just having this takeoff 
in the second half of the game. And because of that, I don't love the spread. I'm leaning towards the money line. Um, the Chiefs are 9-3-1 against the spread as the underdog in the last six years. But I feel like this is just going to be a whole different situation that they're going to be facing. They're relying on three guys to get the job done for them between Kelsey Pacheco and Rice. And I think the Ravens are too smart for that. Ravens defense have a little bit more to prove also um, in their consistency at shutting down air yard playage. And I think they have the capability to do so. So I think I'm going to go with my instinct here. Lay Ravens money line. Lamar Jackson manages pocket pressure very well. And he's also very versatile. And I think he's going to be able to ramp that up versus Chiefs team and prove that they really got lucky these last couple of weeks to make it this far. Yeah, Brandon, I can't get it out of my head that that Chiefs front seven got pushed around a week ago and they still won. Like, that's not sustainable. Well, I have to look at this game from a different lens. And that lens is, I see Andy Reid standing up in front of the team. And he says to the team, guys, you know, Brandon Lang makes fun of me a lot for being fat. <laughs> you know, guys, I, I hear his rants on the Believe Podcast Network. He's ripping me for having glazed donuts frozen in my mustache and just being an overeater and how I should go to compulsive overeater anonymous meetings. And he, he, any chance he gets, he makes fun of my fatness. He did it when I was in Philly. He's doing it since I've been here. I just don't like the guy. And guys, when I find out he's on us, I just want to make sure we don't cover for him. And guys, I just want you to know that when he goes against us, we cover. Now guys, last week he picked Buffalo and we made sure we covered. And guys, He's picking us this week. And I hate to say it because I know you guys want to go to the Super Bowl, but that handicapper making fun of my fatness is more important to me than going to the Super Bowl. I want to hurt him again. I want to make sure we don't cover again. I want to make sure he's wrong again because nobody is going to make fun of my fatness. So with that being said, for no other reason, I'm going to put the kiss of death on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm going to take them plus the three and a half. And I'm going to sit back and watch Andy Reid personally make sure I don't make a dollar. Because Andy, you are a fat piece of, and I can't stand anything, you and your team. The I love the free bleeping here. Saving us. The Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs plus three and a half. Wow. Okay. Bang, putting the kiss of death. On Andy, the fat man, Reed. That's a sacrifice. Crazy, crazy That's a logic sac there. I know. But he's making a sacrifice for the people. Be laying yep. in for the people. That's it. Baltimore Ravens fans. Can get money. Okay, thank you. Profits. Right. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's talk about the total here. Let's go around the horn. KC, 44 and a half. Kind of sneaky. I think it could go over. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at this to go over. Now, you are looking at two defenses. One, the Ravens, who average letting up only about 16 points per matchup. I think the Chiefs sit at about 17.5. With that said, that second half takeoff that I see the, Ra the Ravens doing, that I hope that the Ravens do, um, I can see this going over. Plus, last time I had the Ravens hitting the under, it went right to the 44 total, which broke my heart. Yeah. But I can see even if this went to you know 45, 46, whatever the case may be, it's going to go over. Brandon? Love to touch the total, but I have no opinion on the total. 
If I had to play the total, I'd root for the over simply because I like to see points in the championship game. All right. Um, I think Lamar is going to have some success. I think Mahomes may have some success. Um, the over seems like the smart play. Um, the Houston Texan game last week had no right going over, and it figured out a way to go over. Um, basically because of the punt return for a touchdown because Stroud was not going to move the ball against them, which we noted on the show that the Ravens were that, that all the success he had was a rookie quarterback going on the road outdoors in a playoff game against a blitzing defense. Good luck, Mr. Stroud. And he came down to earth. He couldn't execute the offense. They couldn't move the football. The punt return put it over the total. So that being said, um, as much as I want to play the over, I'll just go the under. So we'll have a, a guaranteed winner on the show. Okay. There you go. Let's talk about some props here. Travis Kelsey, could he be motivated by the presence of Taylor Swift yet again and go over this 62 and a half receiving yard number, Brandon? Or are you going under in terms of receiving yards? I think he's going to go over. He targeted him last week. Pretty successful with that. Um, Ravens linebackers, garden tight ends. Kittle got open a little bit on Monday night when they played them. Good tight ends can get open. I think the Taylor Swift jinx is off now. I think he's got his hands back. He went through yep. about a three-game stretch where he looked like he had never played before. So I'm going to go over with Travis Kelsey. Casey, um, over or under, and does he do this again? God. <laughs> My soul. I'm just ready for this to be over with. Um, I'm actually going to take – what's the what's the yardage here? Do we know? 62 and a half. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take him over 62 and a half. I say that he gets to, you know, 70 to 75 yards here. He hit 75 yards through five receptions. You know who the go-to guy is when Patrick Mahomes has to be bailed out of a situation. And regardless of how many drops this season, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey still have the most undeniable bromance. Sorry, Taylor Swift. But uh, if you find anything where it's under 80 yards, I would hit that under pretty hard because – 71 yards versus a fractured Dolphins defense is not the sexiest thing. 16 yards on New Year's Eve. He hasn't really broken much uh, over 80 to 85 yards this season, regardless of how many touchdowns he has found. So I like the over 62. I prefer under 80. All right, there you go. Let's pivot, guys. NFC Championship game. Lions 49ers straight up minus seven number here, Brandon, for the 49ers. The total is 50 one is the party over for Detroit, Brandon. No. There are red flags all over the place in this game if you're a Niners fan. All right. The way Green Bay ran the football right through them was mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. The play of the secondary of the Niners not being able to guard those wide receivers. Let's let's be very transparent and honest with one another here. Did the Niners deserve to win that game on Sunday? No. 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 Green Bay should have won that game. And you can make up all the excuses in the world if you're Shanahan that um you know we didn't play our best and we still figured out a way to win and no 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 Mike you can't stand up there on the podium and say um, we, we, we got exposed. We got exposed by a better coach who had his team ready to play and they attacked us and they exposed us where we're the weakest. That was the green Bay Packers. Detroit's going to come in here, a better offensive line, a better running game, a better quarterback. Now is their defense a bit suspect against the pass? Absolutely. But yet the Rams weren't able to score in the red zone against them. Tampa Bay struggled in the red zone against them. 
They're making plays at the right time. And that leads me back to the Niners problem in this game. Gun to your head based on what you just saw. Do you really deep down in places you only talk about at parties, trust Brock Purdy in a game of this magnitude based on his horrific play last week? Yes or no? Casey? No, I don't trust Purdy. But I mean, his his turnover total has been there this entire season or since he ever got granted that QB1 position. So, you know, I can't go against that. So as I look at the point spread, plus six and a half, and Detroit's ability to move the football on San Francisco, because all we saw Green Bay do is go up and down the field on them. Like would Green Bay punt twice? And that wasn't until the second half. The Niners could not stop them. They just couldn't. You're sitting there going, where's this defense? We've heard all this great stuff about. They could not stop them. And if you couldn't stop Green Bay, you're not going to stop Detroit with those receivers and St. Brown and what, what Jared Goff's doing. And you talk about an offensive play caller. That's an offensive coordinator that knows what he's doing. That's an offensive coordinator that's in sync with his quarterback. I wouldn't trust Brock Purdy in this situation. He's a deer in the headlights. Yeah, he put one drive together finally for the entire game. He looked scared. He looked nervous. And this is an NFC championship game with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And you're the last player drafted in the draft. Don't trust it. Give me Jared Goff plus the points and Detroit. I was going to say, Brandon, I was hearing money line a little bit there. Well, I'm from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. (laughs) Um, Lions fan growing up, I would like nothing better to see them. And, and listen, of all the coaches in the NFL, I'm a massive Dan Campbell fan. I just mm. am. A, everything yeah. about him as a football coach, we should see more of that enthusiasm from the other. The last coach I remember being like that, Bill Cower. Bill yeah. Cower on the sideline, gritty, into it. Let's go spewing at the mouth. That's Dan Campbell. Big fan. I just think they match up well with the Niners. I really do. All right, Casey, for purposes of the line right now, let's go six and a half in favor of San Francisco. What are you going to do here? Uh, I Actually, you mentioned Lions money line, and that's where I'm leaning. I think Brandon kind of okay. packaged it up pretty nicely there, and I just look at a couple of things about how well the Lions defense can come in and stack here. They actually don't let up a lot of rushing yards. Um, they average about 61 rushing yards per game, and only one team hit 100-plus on them this entire season, and that was the Ravens. So looking at the 49ers game plan, using uh, Christian McCaffrey as their Swiss Army knife, they plan accordingly. They can keep this matchup way closer than six, and I think that they have a chance to take it here they didn't play well versus the Packers um again I can't really go against anything Brandon said love Dan Campbell and as much as we talk about Taylor Swift I think we need to be talking more about Eminem and the good luck charm that he should be for the the Lions uh going to the Super Bowl I just I've been rooting for the Niners all season but I cannot get out of my head what I saw versus the Packers last week All right, there you go. We are on the Lions. All right, so I'm going to make up my own over-under here, Brandon. Four and a half for the amount of times the broadcast cutaways to Taylor Swift. Four and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I think they show her a couple times, but it was the same thing as the Super Bowl with Giselle and Brady. I think it was two and a half, and I played the over, and they showed her (laughs) once, and that was it. Um I think the networks are tired of it. I think it may show her once. I think it's a trap. I think it's a trap line. I think the number's a trap line. Trap. I'm gonna go under the post code with Taylor Swift. 
The boys in Vegas are laying a trap here. Casey, over or under four and a half? I'm going over. I think the only thing that semi-minimized how much we saw her was uh, Jason Kelsey taking over the show. And I don't know if his kids want to see him shirtless again. But he did buy them a cat, so we might see uh, Jason Kelsey ramp it up again, which is the only way this will go under. All right, so we like Baltimore and the Lions in the Super Bowl. You can bet on that, by the way, at plus 950. Right now, that's good value if you want to do that. So go ahead and place a sprinkle, folks. Brandon may do that after this show. Speaking of which, the show is over. Thank you so much for tuning in to Believe Me right here on Stadium for Brandon Lang and Casey Hudson. Best of luck to your bets this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.